It's time once again for a journey inside the twisted minds and unfiltered voices of your favorite sisters, Jamie. So somebody mounted her more than once. And Paula. Sorry, I'm not going to be really interested unless you have like a really large penis. And now prepare yourself for the ugly truth. Welcome, welcome to the ugly truth. It is episode 55. Ugh! Ugh! Mine was a little short, little quickie. It's all right. It was double nickels. Yes! 55. We're like, I don't know. It feels a little epic, I guess. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it is. I'm so tired. I just want to yawn. I want to be like, ugh. I know. That's exactly how I am. In fact, we're recording <sighs> earlier than usual because... Mm-hmm. Um, we're just too damn tired to record in the evening. I am exhausted. I, it is, liter- not literally, but it is one of the worst times of year for me when we do this spring forward thing. I am so not a morning person that I, I don't get anxiety, but I, I just don't look forward to it. Once we're hitting the end of Feb, I'm like, okay, that, that time change is coming and it is going to be brutal. And it's only an hour. It's not like it's, you know three hours or anything it it's not like a time like it, change though. when you're like you're going to new york or something from california yeah, really We're, it's what just are, an what hour are we? daylight saving time lagged i mean uh, it's totally. just totally it just throws everything off i yeah. mean and i do like that it's lighter in the afternoon and it's staying mm-hmm. lighter later but man the mornings are brutal and and you know what else i've really mm-hmm. noticed too is that as the week has progressed now i was able to because you know i have to take my child early to school so leaving right. at six forty in the morning feels like five forty in the morning which is God. like no one should be functioning at five forty in the morning at least not me and so the first couple of two or three days it was okay i mean i was tired but i got up and i was alert and everything and moved on with my day i mean i went to bed you know a little bit earlier because i was tired from the change but you know i was right. fine and then all of a sudden the the end of the week hit and i feel like i get hit by a car i'm so tired and then now what i've noticed that everybody is incredibly grouchy and i don't mean just in my household i mean in society it is like really everyone is very negative this week and it's gotten worse as the week has progressed everyone's just tired they need a nap yeah, and you know the weather's getting warm. It's going to be in the eighties, and so everything's blooming. Allergies are not great right oh, now. Yeah. So between the allergies, the time change, and well, my period, it's <laughs> just been a nightmare of a week. But we are glad to be here with you, and yes. we will be happy and chipper and positive, 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 positive. We're going to be positive, positive, positive. How many Red Bulls <laughs> have you had? I've had like seven. And I feel great. And I feel great. <laughs> and we're going to live and we're going to have a new life and we're going to go out. Yeah, that's going to be us. Um, yes. Yeah, so welcome to all of our listeners. If this, if you're new, I'm Jamie. This is my sister, Paula. Paula. Hello. And uh, this is The Ugly Truth. I want to kick off the show by discussing uh, my adventure last weekend. We live in Sacramento, California, and I, I believe this is the first time that Wizard World has come to our town and they put on the Sacramento comic book convention. Wow. (laughs) I know you're so excited, right? Well, I mean, 
this is your thing. Well, okay. so I guess when I hear comic book <laughs> convention, I'm thinking, okay, I didn't know you liked comic books, but apparently it's not just, it's, it's all nerd, all nerd fest things like what is it, like superheroes and vampires and no, it is, it is everything gamer, comic book, Fantasy. sci-fi. There was some booths that sold horror stuff. Um, here's here's the thing. I was very confident that I would feel like I was with my people when I went to this thing. I was I don't so know excited. Why you thought that? I don't either. But and I'm not saying it was a negative thing by any means. And it was very crowded, and there were a lot of people dressed up. I did not dress up because I would feel like a poser because I don't do that regularly. This was the first time I was ever attending. What would you have dressed up as? I don't even know. You know, that's the thing. And and the idea of even wearing a t-shirt with a Batman signal on it did not appeal to me. So I really was going in completely naive. I was, you know, com- just totally ready to be, you know, absorbed. I-, I wanted to absorb all of the environment, all of the people. There were a lot of celebrities there. Yeah. Yeah. I do like things that are considered nerdy in society. Like, you know, I play World of Warcraft. I still play World of Warcraft. I don't play it as much as I used to, but I still have the account and I do enjoy, you know, escaping from time to time to play. Mm -hmm. I don't like comic books. I've tried and I just find them incredibly tedious and boring. But I do love shows that would be considered nerdy, like Game of Thrones or Mm -hmm. Walking Dead or the I guess the Big Bang Theory is a little more mainstream, but, you know, that kind of level of stuff. I've always loved people who are kind of on the nerdy side of life. Mm -hmm. I would even consider Daryl kind of nerdy, actually. Don't you? Um, A little. I mean, he's, yeah. I mean, I think we all have a, a mild attraction to people who are a little dorky or nerdy. Yeah. I just like that. Per- I just like that personality. Right. And, you know, I'm artistic. And so, and I, you know, and I read a lot. So I thought... I would be I would be like, oh, my people, this is like the, the mothership. Right. So we get our little bracelets. We walk in and I am so overwhelmed. I am I am stunned silent for about 20 minutes. And Daryl's like, well, what do you want to do? And I said, I don't know. What do you want to do? He said, well, we're here for you, honey. What do you want to do? I'm like, I have absolutely no idea what we're doing here. <laughs> I, mean, I really had no idea. So we're walking around. I'm staring at all the people in their Star Wars costumes and their Game of Thrones costumes, Walking Dead, Power Rangers, Thor. I will tell you this. I saw more men wearing Lycra suits, like oh, Superman God. type suits. With no freaking underwear on. Well, I saw are you so gonna, well, many they... flaccid penises through Ugh. red lycra. I was God. shocked. And the um, uniqueness of humanity here was very interesting. Extraordinarily tall and thin or very, very short and round. There was really no normal, like, average person. It was, it was like... I literally felt like I was on the island of misfit toys. It was just... A lot to take in. Now, they were all great. There was only a couple of people who stared a little too long or had a funny look about them. Okay. I did accidentally run into somebody in a wheelchair. Well, there you go. And hurt my foot. <laughs> kicked their chair, really, or kicked the wheel pretty hard. And Daryl's like, you didn't kick it that hard. I said, well, my toe is bruising. I can feel it. So, yes, I did because I was looking up and didn't see this person scooting by me. And I 
kick them pretty hard. So it was an accident. So there were a lot of celebrities there. I said, let's make our way to where all of the celebrities should be. Now, yeah. there were three actors from The Walking Dead there. Um, the guy who played Shane, the guy who plays Daryl Dixon, who is like hottie, hot, hot right now. Mm -hmm. And then the guy who played his brother, Merle, who is Michael Rooker. They were there. Lou Ferrigno was there. Uh, Billy D. Williams. Mm -hmm. William Shatner. Stan I know Lee. Him. Yes. Stan Lee was there. He's the guy that I think he invented Spider-Man or something. Um, he was there, but he got sick, so he didn't come until Sunday, and obviously we didn't go back. Right. And then uh, Ralph Macchio was there. I know and him. he's so cute. And he's really good looking in person. Aww. Really. But you know, the other thing is they're all so small. They're so Actors tiny. are not big people. They aren't. Yeah. Even Lou Ferrigno. I expected Lou Ferrigno to look like the Hulk. He's the original Hulk, by Oh, the way. okay. Yeah, I was going to say, I only knew William Shatner and Ralph Macchio. Yeah. So of all the people you just listed. I saw, from afar, we saw Lou Ferrigno, and he's like, I mean, he's got really big arms, but he's not a big man. Like, he's probably 5'11". I mean, not a hulking giant dude, you know? Right. I was really, really surprised about how small everybody was. Yeah, I think Tiny. that's just kind of, yeah, I think that's pretty normal for celebrities. The only one that looked really totally normal was James Hong. <laughs> and James Hong is the bad guy from Big Trouble in Little China. He's the He was the guy that had light and uh, coming out of his eyes and mouth in the movie. Do you ever did you ever see that movie with Kurt Russell? Uh, probably a really yeah a long yeah, time ago. It was but a I really mean, long time ago. Whoever well, you're talking about, it's not really ringing. But he was like an Asian gentleman, right? He's an he was an older Asian gentleman. Now he's a very old Asian God, gentleman. I was just like that movie came out in the early eighties, <laughs> so he must be a really old Asian gentleman. And he looks it. I mean, he was probably he's he and William Shatner. Well, and Billy D. Williams. You know, these veteran actors, and he's just sitting there eating peanuts, you know, peanuts. just waiting for people to walk up and meet him. You know, it was a sad existence. He was making money. They make a lot of money at these shows because you, which we, which we found out, is that you don't get to just walk up to them and say hello. You have to pay to walk up oh, and you say do? hello. Oh, yes. It is not free. So, so how much was it to go talk to Ralph Macchio? It was $50 to meet him. I would have paid the $50. You pay $50 and you pick one of the photos. He'll autograph it. But if you want your picture taken with him, it's another $25. So you pay $75 to meet Ralph Macchio. And he was know. probably the highest of the, of the level where you could just literally walk up and approach them. The, uh, Daryl Dixon, his name is Norman Reedus. And there were people waiting for hours. We had a friend. We ran into a friend, a, a couple of people we actually knew. We ran into a friend of ours. She had been waiting for three hours, and she paid well over $200 to meet Norman Reedus. I have no it idea who insane. that is. insane. Well, he's on The Walking Dead. I and don't know he's, what that show is. <laughs> I know. It's the zombie show. <laughs> oh, okay. It's the zombie show. And so basically, there was that is something that you would have had to have scheduled like days before to meet this person. But there was another, um, and this kind of leads into another discussion we're going to have in a little bit. Okay. Uh, this other actor who was there, he was very good on The Walking Dead, and he died last season. He was this Norman Reedus' brother, Merle. And he has been in a ton of movies. Okay. Tons of guy movies. 
um, I just saw him over the weekend in Tombstone. He was in Tombstone. His name is Michael Rooker. And he's incredibly um, charismatic. And I kept running into him. Like, he would take a break, and then he would come back, and we kept crossing paths, and it was really funny. So, ultimately, I told Daryl, I said, you know, let's just meet him. For God's sakes, let's just... Why not? Yeah. I just want to meet him. Did you have I to mean, pay to meet him? I did have to pay to meet him. It was... Um, I believe it was 60 or 50, 50 or 60. I'm not sure which, but I got but my. But you wouldn't got, pay $50 to meet Ralph Macchio? Are we were crazy? going to. No, we were going to, but he went. Um, you could pay a whole lot more and you could go into a studio and have a professional photo taken with him. So when we really? went to go meet him just in line at his booth, he was gone until what like else three could o'clock. you do with him for extra money? I don't Doesn't know. Doesn't that feel a little bit like prostitution, don't you think? Well, I actually said that. I said I would never pay money that much money. This this one gentleman who was garnering like two or three hundred dollars to meet him and stuff. I would never pay that much money to meet another human being on the planet. I mean, come on. He's just an actor, right? I would have paid the $75 to take a picture with Ralph Macchio, but that's we were just going because to. I've had a crush on him since I was, I don't know, four or five. If I had known that... What if year I did had... the Karate Kid come out? I don't even know. But if I had known that you liked him that much, I absolutely would have hung around and waited for him to come back and, and gotten you an autograph. I really didn't know. And we, would, we were going to because Daryl's brother Brad actually loves the Karate Kid. And he's like, get an autograph. Okay, so this is how obsessed I was with Ralph Macchio. I had pictures of him all over my wall. And you remember those magazines like Teen Beat, Bop and Teen Beat and everything like that. And then in the magazine, they would have ads and they'd show covers of like old Teen Beat Mm -hmm. magazines. I would cut out pictures of him on those covers and tape them on my wall. <laughs> so I had like, the, it looked like little fly specks plus the big ones. And it's just, oh, yeah. I, I, I literally thought I was going to marry him when oh, I was. So let's so see. The I movie came known. out in 1984. So I was six years old. Oh my God. <laughs> and I wanted so to funny. marry him. And he was probably literally my very first celebrity crush. And, and the only one that probably made me like, not obsessed over him anymore was Jordan Knight from New Kids um, on the Block. New Kids on the Block. I remember that very well. But prior yes. to it, it was Ralph Macchio, twenty four seven. That is so funny. Well, if I had known, if I had remembered, I would absolutely we would have waited and I would have paid to get an autograph and photo for you. But instead, I went over to meet Michael Rooker, who's actually somewhat of a legend in all of these really tough guy films that guys oh, really he's love. He's been in a lot of movies. Yeah. He's been in a ton of movies. And so um, I wish Daryl was here, but it's a little early so he could give you his perspective on it because I feel weird talking about it. But I walked up. They had some woman who she was kind of thin haired. So I'm, Was it his publicist? She, no, I think she was a volunteer of some sort. I don't oh, think okay. they were super affiliated, but um, she was... A little older with thin, straggly kind of hair. And I said, so what do we do? She goes, well, just choose your photo and it's $40. And if you want to meet him, it's, you know, another 25 or how much we paid. And Daryl's like, do you want to, I mean, photo. And he's like, do you want to do it? I'm like, yeah, let's do it. I mean, we're here. We might as well just go go for it. He's so like, was he just sitting there staring at you waiting for you to make a no, selection? No, there was or? a line. There's oh, lines. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, there's lines everywhere. But once I, I got like, up that'd there. That'd be awkward. It was awkward, but no. Um, so I get up there and I pick my photo and she's like, oh, great 
picture. So the other guy, you know, finishes meeting him and walks off. So I, I, they pass the photo to him and I walk up and it's like his entire demeanor changed. He walked up, he came around the table where he was oh standing my. and gave me a hug. Well, and he's of course like, he did tits McGee. Jesus. <laughs> exactly. He came around and he gave me a hug. He he's probably like, had seen a decent looking woman all day. <laughs> I mean, so, every girl that approached him probably was dressed as, I don't know. Tessie or was dressed or that, as some, that, you know, girl creature. from Twilight or they were all wearing cloaks or. There was a lot of cloaks. God. A of, there was a couple of Ewoks. Oh, for heaven's sakes. Yeah, it was. And here's the thing is, is this guy, I mean, he's an actor in a lot of movies. So, I mean, he's not like all sci-fi and everything like that. You know what I mean? Like he's, that just happened to be. He's a real actor. That's what I'm saying. So is Ralph Macchio, which I'm kind of, what was Ralph Macchio even doing there? Karate Kid. Oh my God. Oh, let me finish telling my story and then I'll tell you about the people. It's not a gamer nerd thing. It is a nerd thing when people become obsessed with it. When it becomes a cult classic, that's the kind of stuff that that are at these conventions. That's what I was trying to explain to you. They should have an 80s movie convention. Oh my God. Do you know how I would pay so much money to go to something like that? I would pay thousands of dollars. I would not pay $1,000 to cuddle with a stranger, but I would pay $1,000 to go to an 80s convention. If they had, think about it, they had Judd Nelson, they had <gasps> Anthony Ringwald. Michael Hall, although I hear he's a little nuts. Who? Um, Anthony Michael Hall. Really? I like him so much. Yeah, I hear he's he like... He had such a great smile after he got his braces off. He was so cute. Well, and he got smile. really good looking as he got older. Yeah, he did. But he's a little crazy. And That's, so... Well, you know what? I like him crazy. No, I don't. But I would I would deal with it. No, he's got complaints from like his neighbors about shouting and things like that. Oh, so he's, he's yelling at nothing? I don't know. Or I don't think they know. I think he kind of is like a little bit of a recluse. And That's too bad. He's a strange, he's an odd duck. But anyways, and then who else would be there? Andrew McCarthy, um, John Cusack. <laughs> Let's see here. Uh, All the John Hughes actors. Well, yeah. Rob Lowe could make an appearance. Oh, God. Oh, that my would gosh. Be awesome. <gasps> that guy who played uh, Jake Wright and Michael Schofeling. He, now talk about recluse. That guy quit the business and start, is, he's making furniture like in He's a Vermont. carpenter. He's a carpenter. I think yeah. he lives in Maine or something He's got like, like four boys and he's been married for like yeah, 30 I years. Know. I know. Go figure. He wouldn't huh? go. Anyway, let me finish telling you my story sorry, about Michael sorry. Rooker. So, um, so he comes around and he hugs me and he's like, I'm so glad you're here. And I, thanks for coming. And I'm like, well, thank you for coming. He's got so, super cute curly hair too. Here's the problem with me. First of all, it's not that I'm impressed. I, you know, the celebrity thing does not do much for me as far as acting and stuff. I don't know why. I think it's because I'm so aware of my my own awkward self that I don't really focus on them at all. Because you know, most most celebrities are tend to be fairly confident when they're in a fan type environment. Well, you just paid seventy five dollars to t- meet yeah. this person, so I mean, <laughs> so they're not I, just you know a person on the street. No, and so he's like you know being you know friendly or whatever. And Daryl's behind me getting ready to take the picture. Now I prepped him very carefully. I said, "Listen to me. I don't want a full body shot. I don't know how to pose or stand properly. I will look like a tomato because the background <laughs> is black and my shirt is black, which means there's no definition." at all That's true so you'd be all chest and face i would look chest and and big big round ass it would look weird and i'm like just don't do it and he's terrible at taking pictures I know. terrible at it and so add that with that i don't know how to stand and it's just a it's a recipe for disaster and so we're standing there and he's like you know sign my thing and he's like okay so 
he turns me around with his hands like he's literally he's very oh handsy my. and so he turns oh around my. and here's the thing he's so warm oh. and he was so like snuggly feeling oh my and i'm like oh god you know she's like he could Lynn. be my father you know but he's, he's not so- that old is he he was born in well he could well he was born in 55 well, he's a very attractive man i he think he is attractive very attractive so very nice I turned, curly hair yes and he had on a backwards like a newsboy hat and then okay they did wear sunglasses all of them wore sunglasses and the only thing i can think of is wait you know take them off once and the one person that you find incredibly repellent will notice you know so That's i think they true. leave them on Aww. for safety's sake plus they get tired so I turned around, Daryl took a couple pictures, and then he hugged me again, and we're like, okay, well, thanks, you know, and he's like, well, thank you for coming, and, you know, he was so handsy, and Daryl's like, um, you know, I started getting a little jealous, <laughs> I said, really? Well, you should be. <laughs> I said, really? Because, honestly, if he had said, hey, you know, after this, uh... I'd be like, yeah, I'm out of here at seven. (laughs) I would have been like, maybe we should meet for cocktails. And then all of a sudden I forget that I'm, you know, betrothed. You're married with your husband there. Oh, please. You've been like, you know, why don't you go home? Paula and I are going to meet him for cocktails. It'll be fine. (laughs) And Daryl would have been like, um, absolutely not. Yeah, right. In a pig's eye, you will. Yeah. He's like, I saw how he was handling you. He's like, are you kidding? He and even in the photos, Daryl was saying he didn't pose with anybody like that he wasn't standing that close to anyone during the photos <laughs> i said well i don't well, know we didn't stand I think and monitor you were probably an oasis in a sea of that's what he said he goes honey are you kidding do you know how long it's been he was probably it's like he was dehydrated for good-looking women it's like there was none to be seen i said well that's not true i did see a few attractive women but you know they probably weren't waiting in line to meet people they were in costumes and you know we're trying to get all the little geeky guys you know hot and bothered but um it was fine and you know there was a lot like i said i was it was people watching to the max and at some point i was standing amongst this sea of costumed folks and i realized that these aren't my people that i don't really fit in here and i don't know why i ever thought i did because i'm very fringe i had no business thinking that i was going to fit in and feel like i was home it's okay to like things that are a little off but that doesn't mean that that's you so it wasn't me i i realized very quickly Lesson that it learned. wasn't me and at, at really the epiphany was when i was standing there and it became very hot and humid and oh, there was an, there was a plethora of body odor <sighs> And the thing is, is that, you know, socially awkward people, there were enough of them in in a room where it's like, okay, clearly the, um, you know, you don't know what, you don't know what proactive is, nor do you know what speed stick is apparently. So ultimately I had had my fill and we had to go. Do you think you'd go go again? You know, I would, but I would, I (laughs) I told Daryl, I said, if we're doing this again, um, we're getting a media pass so that we can bypass all of this. And just right. go straight for the good stuff and and not have to, you know, mingle with the common folk. That's kind of where <laughs> the I <undesirables>. was. <laughs> there were, you know, and the thing is, is there were a lot of great people there. Very funny people. The guys that dressed up like space balls, they were oh, hilarious. Awesome. Yes, they were so funny. Um, there was a lot of great costumed people there. That part was good. Out front, there was, there were normal people who really were getting into it but um they i could not find them they were few and far between anyway i would definitely go again but i'd be a little more prepared i definitely won't be dressing up and 
I don't think that I'll pay that kind of money to meet another human being again. I mean, it was great meeting him and I'm sure he enjoyed it as well. Right. But um, all in all, you know, they're just people. Yeah. Well, no, that's good. And actually, I think they're good sports for doing that. I mean, Ralph Macchio, gosh, that just must have been exhausting. And and to have to meet all those weirdos. But I mean, there's a lot of socially awkward people there. Good for him. You know, I mean, what a good what a sport. We're spending so much time talking about Ralph Macchio. Well, I mean, it's a good thing to talk about. There's nothing the uglies love more than some retail therapy. And now you can support your shopping habit and this show by visiting UglyTruth.com. Jamie and Paula have picked some of their favorite online stores and products and put the links in their new Ugly Mall. Remember, the Ugly Truth will never charge you for audio content. So this is the best way to support the show. That's U-G-L-E-E-Truth.com. And now, back to the show. So speaking of wizardry and blah, 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 all that stuff, I'm almost betting a lot of the girls there are a big fan of the newest Katy Perry song, the Dark Horse song. Oh. So I like Katy Perry. I don't. Okay. Not a fan. I like Katy Perry. I think she's somewhat talented. Although her songs all kind of start to sound the same after a while. They do. And so the latest one, Dark Horse, it's got a good beat. It's very sexy sounding and all that stuff. But if you listen to the lyrics. They're so awful. Now, which part do you not like? Because I can tell you this. I absolutely loathe the rap. No, I don't like that part. The rap is the worst. Basically, the way the song sounds is it makes me think of like some girl, you know, in the Twilight Saga forest you know, with mm. random smoke, she's wearing a cloak and she's kind of <laughs> pale and and there's like this guy standing there. And so, I mean, that's how this all is like set up. OK, right. So the lyrics go. So you want to play with magic? Boy, you should know what you're falling for. Baby, do you dare to do this? Because I'm coming at you like a dark horse. And when every time I hear that part, I think of this woman huffing through the forest, full speed ahead, running towards this man. And the guy is just looking like, oh, Why my God. Okay. And then, so this is what I think of now. Like, when I hear the song, I'm like, I hope there are not women out there who in a car or at home say, honey, I have a song I want you to hear. This is exactly oh. what I think of. When I when I hear the song, so a guy's listening to this and he's thinking, you know, I'm coming at you like a dark horse. Are you ready? Ready for a perfect storm? Because once you're mine, you're mine. There's no going back. That's it's in, not. Uh, it's that's in the palm of your alarming. hand. It's yes or no. And I'm just like, this is every man's guys. worst nightmare. <laughs> it's like there's no way out. It's like, do I want to have sex with you or don't I? It's ultimatums. It's like complete possession and obsession absolutely and and again a woman running full speed ahead at you like a dark horse and i don't know many women who like to be referred to as horses or any other large animal i would not so every time i hear the song and i'm like i know this is a popular song they play it a lot but i'm like i can't fathom why people would ever think this is a good song the first time i heard the rap part of it I was like, oh, this is so dumb. And then I started listening to all the lyrics and I find it hilarious that you mentioned it. You and I have never talked about this stupid song, but the fact that you mentioned it and that I had been not, I, every time it comes on, I think this is the worst written song I've, I've heard in a very long time. 
and they hide behind this really cool synthesizer, you know, beat back beat stuff. Yeah, it sounds pretty sexy. She even performed it on the Grammys. And when she was wearing, it was all witchy. You know, there was like witches. You know, she was dressed like apparently like a witch. And when they switched the lights, then this big red uh, thing came on her chest and I personally thought it looked like a goodie barrette. You know those old goodie barrettes that you used to put in little yeah. baby girl's hair? The plastic right. ones with the butterfly right. or dragonfly yeah. one? That's what it looked like. I'm like, that looks like a freaking goodie barrette. What is that supposed to be? A cross? Was I don't even horse? get it. So I was already at that point turned off by it. But then I heard the rap part and the part that I could not believe that people, if anybody raps to this in their car, you just, you should be ashamed of yourself where he says... <laughs> She's a beast. I call her karma. She eat your heart out like Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> that's what that's what it, that's the very first part of the thing. And I'm like, really? Really? She swears by it. But if you break her heart, she turn cold as a freezer. What? Yeah. What do you mean? I don't understand. Yeah, there's really not a lot. Of, yeah, I'm not really it's sure. Terrible. And you know what? And I know that I sound incredibly white <laughs> right now. But this is Katy Perry. This is not like iced tea or whatever i just heard that song and i'm just like shame on you katie perry for writing a song like that and making it think that it's acceptable for women i mean if hey if if your man digs it you play it for him and he's like yeah baby i feel that way you know i (laughs) i want you to come at me like a dark horse and i'm ready for this perfect storm and i want to be yours and and i don't want to turn back you know and 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 you're right it is yes or no you know, right now, I'm right. going to make that decision because, you know, <laughs> I'm going to make that decision immediately, immediately said no man ever. ever. And so that's why I was thinking is like next time just, you know, and hopefully I apologize if we've ruined this song for you, if you really no, liked it and maybe no, you just, please. you know, listen to it without much effort. Now you're going to hear it and you're going to be like, probably oh my God, equally... Jeffrey Dahmer. What is this? She's a beast. I call her karma. Well, this would be a really mean segue, but um what? mean. Well, I was gonna say speaking of large animals. Oh, your show, the six hundred pound show? <laughs> so you know I watch a lot of bad reality TV. I have been watching some bad reality TV as well and can we just clear the room and discuss that the two small people have divorced or they're okay, separating? They're separating and... He still lives on the property, apparently. I guess well, he moved into he the does. barn it's or his... something. Well, they own like, you know... 50 acres, right? Oh, more than that. I thought it was like 10,000 oh. acres or something. They have oh, my farm. God. They have like a pumpkin patch and uh, he had, yeah. it's built like a little town. And... and now they're doing weddings and stuff. Okay, here's... Let me just... I just want to preface this by saying this. First of all, TLC to me is the little carnival that's what i should that's what they should call it it's the carnival channel it's the yeah, little carnival channel right? because they find these most unusual people that you know 50 years ago you would be ashamed to be seen in public you or know, you'd pay money at a fair to go see yeah, them and now i'm not saying that you shouldn't you know if you want to exploit yourself on tv because you're unusual than the average joe well that's your choice you go right ahead people watch it like crazy but when they were one of the first like with Kate plus eight they were one of the first unusual families to be portrayed on the right. on TLC and I watched that show initially for I, I've never seen a full episode in my life but I mean when I would catch some of it 
The only thing I could Wait, ever which think, show? The Little People. The oh, Little People, little people world. Big World. Okay, yes. yeah. The only thing I can think is they are so messy. They are like the messiest people. There their were house, dirty dishes, dirty clothes, a mess. garbage. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't care if you, you're only three feet tall. I don't care if you're a bunch of Smurfs. You all need to learn how to clean. Well, I mean, they had really. Four, they had four teenagers. So. I don't care. What does that's, that have to do with anything? If I was going to be on a show, I would get a freaking maid. Well, that's probably so true. dirty. Yeah, their house was pretty messy. I did notice that, but um, and that isn't. It has nothing to do with them being short. No, or little people. Are we? Little people. What do we? What do they prefer? Little, dwarves? Little people. Little people. Okay. No, I honestly, it changes all the time. I have no idea what the appropriate verbiage is today i'll never forget because i used to watch the show pretty regularly and i'll okay. never forget one time allison came to my house and i was watching it and <laughs> her and i were chit-chatting and all of a sudden she looks over the tv and she's like what's with the midgets and i'm like allison <laughs> oh god and i said it's a You're show that. and she's like you know because she didn't understand she's like what is this you know like what are you watching why are you watching this i know so yes unfortunately so uh matt and amy roloff have split and so and you know. i don't think they're very nice people to be honest with you he has yeah, a napoleon I don't complex know. I mean, well, you know, part of me wonders now that their kids are grown and probably graduating high school and off in college and stuff right. like that, maybe they just don't really want to be together anymore. You know so. what, though? But I mean, what are their options? What? Is there like a network? I mean, what do you do? Well, there are. They go to those little people convent. That's how they met. Oh, my God. They met at a little person convention. Wait, yeah, but there's know. only one, which means you know, ultimately they're going to be the same ones. Well, they probably know all the same people. Well, I think there's probably... It's a and, small pool is what I'm you, saying. And Jimmy, I don't mean to say that <laughs> Come on. So... In regards TLC, to your 600-pound so show. So there's a show called My 600-Pound Life. And it basically profiles people who weigh upwards of 600 pounds. And they are trying to get the gastric bypass surgery. Right. So it basically, you know, from start it's to finish... It's their journey. It's, it's their whole journey. Right. So they had this one on the other night where this woman was literally bedridden, like bound to her room. Oh she God. had four daughters, like teenagers. So somebody mounted her more than once she wasn't always large um well and even so if she was curvy her know. husband left her you know when she did get of a certain size and so mm -hmm. she has the four kids by herself and yeah. she was trying to get the gastric bypass surgery and the doctor said okay you know she weighed like 622 pounds oh and they God. said if you can lose you know if you can get down to 500 then that will prove to us that you can follow the diet because you know getting yes. the surgery is is the easy part you have right. to be able to stick to the diet you have to be able to increase your exercise habits so here's an example this woman that i was watching she lost 50 pounds in like four days and oh my so, god what did she do go poo well she basically went on this diet and so i mean on average she was ingesting seven thousand calories a day you know what here's the thing with people like that that well, end wait. Up in this situation okay let me finish All and right. so I share your sentiments. And so what <laughs> was what worse about say. it, it was what was worse about it is the doctor came, he would bring her the diet food. Um, he came to see her because she couldn't go to the doctor's office. And right. so he was basically like a dietitian and he was working with her to get her to reduce her weight. And then he was trying to find a doctor that would be willing to operate on her. Right. And so which there is was hard. A, which is really hard because the health risks are just astronomical. Yes, I was going to say enormous, but I didn't want to say that. So <laughs> he and the bed she had, it had a built in scale. So he would be like, OK, you know, we've got you scheduled for surgery. Let's weigh you. And so um, right before she was due to go into surgery, like 
like a week or two before surgery, she weighed in at like 501. So she had Very lost good. like 120 pounds. Well, she that's lost great. a lot of weight. Yeah. And so they get to the hospital, they wear there, and she was back up to 622 pounds. <gasps> She and gained 100 so pounds? She gained 120 pounds basically in a two-week period. Oh, my God. And so what she had been doing was is that Binging. I guess there's this powder that's like an appetite suppressant. And so she had her friend bringing her Haitian food because she loves it. And it's nothing but, you know, rice and, I don't know, sauce and beef right. and pork and, you know, all this stuff. And she mm -hmm. was sprinkling it the, the powder on there thinking somehow that it was counteracting the calories. Oh, my God. And so she was eating, you know, 7,000 calories worth of food every day for two weeks straight. So she gained 120 pounds. So anyways, I don't even, I don't even think I could consume 7,000 calories in a day. I don't even think it's possible. This went on for like a year. And he Jesus. basically said, I don't know that she will be able to get down to the weight that she needs to, yeah. to get the surgery. So the one surgeon said. Mm -hmm. So they found another surgeon willing to operate on her. She got the operation at 689 pounds because she actually went up. Holy crap. And so two days in the hospital. Then they transfer them to a rehab facility where, you know, they start working on doing exercise to try and get right. them up walking, you know, that's because that's how you lose a lot of the weight because the appetite is, you know, reduced. And then well, what can... happened? Did somebody sneak her food in or something? After two days, she called 911 and had herself checked back into the hospital because she said she was in pain. She didn't want to, you know, do the rehab, blah, blah. So by this point, I was just getting annoyed because I'm like, this really frustrates me. This person has a, an amazing opportunity to change and she's just so unwilling and they gave her the surgery anyway and I said she's probably going to lose all this weight and and Put it right she, back on and not just that but I mean she's like she literally is refusing to follow any rule or order like she just doesn't want it bad enough I said somehow you want like justice for people like that and I'm like right. so this I said this out loud I said I can't even comprehend this i said the only way this could be redeemed is like you know something terrible happened like if she died or something like that did she die i kid you not like 10 <gasps> minutes later they said nine weeks later so and so died from <gasps> you know oh my well, god paula jamie <laughs> did you feel bad i you felt didn't, did so you? bad no i you felt did it of course i did because i was just like wait a minute oh. i'm like they weren't really supposed to die because I'm like, no, no, no. What I was saying was is that these people skate through life and she's going to lose the weight and she's never going to have learned her lesson, but she'll right. get down to like, you know, 120 pounds and be a self-entitled bitch. Well, here's the thing that I've come to terms with. I don't mean to cut you off, but it, this is actually this actually relates. There are people in this world who are liars. They lie their whole damn life. They lie to themselves, whether it's too much food or people who cater to people like that, or you're a philanderer and you cheat on your spouse a million times over, or you lie to your boss, or you steal money, or all these people who deserve something terrible to happen to them. Right. And you think they that never happens. Like, right. they just skate through life being their incredibly terrible selves. There's no Willy Wonka to teach there's them the There's a reason why there's that saying, you know, saying karma is a bitch. Because, yes. you know, like, somehow we have to believe that these people will, you know. They will get it back in tenfold. And I think there are some people who just don't. I think there are those people. But most people sacrifice quality of life in no matter what it is to live that terrible way. So if you're a liar, for example, no one is ever going to trust you. Everyone knows you're a liar. Ultimately, everyone figures out you're a liar. And there are people who put up with it because they have to. 
but for the most part you sacrifice a quality of life that people who are really honest don't have you know what i'm saying yeah. and it's the same with people like this she ultimately did not want to change and her body ultimately said sorry we're dying we're done now because we just can't we cannot keep up with your selfishness and what's sad about it is like i said she had four daughters they were all like teenage teenagers right and she was 41 that is ridiculously tragic it was so sad i mean it's tragic this was supposed to be the show where you know despite her but maybe i don't know maybe they aired it and because it's a lesson to people it's a lesson you know, same thing with that show, like Hoarders or, you know, whatever oh, it is. And then is just devastating. Speaking of of other people um, on those reality shows, remember the gentleman that had 132 pounds scrotum? Yes, I posted that. He passed away. You know, the thing is, is that he wasn't healthy. He didn't take care of himself. Yeah. No, it's I, if, true. I would, if I had a child who had an extra large scrotum, I would get that shit fixed. Well, I mean, it was... Like, what is up with people? That, 132 pounds is not an extra large scrotum, Jamie. That's like <laughs> carrying a human in your balls. I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Okay, so speaking of television, this isn't really a segue, but we, you and I were talking about the fact that there are movies that only guys get. That only guys absolutely they're so passionate about these movies i think daryl made a comment i was at your house and he made he a comment did. or we said i made a comment of something i'm like oh yeah guys are always saying something about it ties in the rug nicely and i'm like what's the name of that movie and daryl's like the big lebowski with the dude i'm like like okay, we're supposed to know i could I have know. done without the sarcasm but yes thank you the thing is is that i there have been times where i'll be chatting with a guy and they'll make a mention of it and I've been dumb enough to act like I know what they're talking about. I don't. I'm like, I have no idea who you're talking Oh, everybody calls me the dude. I'm like, who? What do you mean? What does that like, even mean? You want to be that giant hairy guy in shorts with a trench coat on? You mean Jeff Bridges? Because he's really attractive. and Yeah, but like picture Jeff Bridges looking like a, a homeless rat. person. I yeah, know. In a bad trench coat. I've seen some photos of that movie and I know there's some people in it, but I I mean, some good actors in it, but I have no idea. Some of the, And then now I have a friend, Ryan, who lives in um, Illinois, and we've been friends for quite a while. And he's always he's always trying to tell me that I must, must see the Boondock Saints. I've had people tell. I, no. There was a time where he said that he would not even speak to me until I saw this movie, because then there was a sequel that came out. There's a there's a second one. Now, the, the guy that I met, the gentleman I met, the actor, Michael Rooker, mm -hmm. is in this movie, The Boondock Saints. And the and the second one, too, as is the really famous guy, Daryl Dixon, Norman Reedus, that was there. They were also in The Boondock Saints together. And oh, really? I have literally no idea. But they're so freaking violent. Which is weird because there are some movies that I will watch. I love slasher films. I hate now. Like I won't. I've I've seen some parts of Fight Club, but not all of it. I've never seen, and mostly because I think someone told me the ending, and I'm like, that sounds dumb. I just didn't <laughs> want to see it. And the Boondock Saints, I was trying to watch it, but I'm like, I can't handle how everyone is getting shot up repeatedly over and over again, <laughs> yeah. like. Like, and not just like shot, like in The Departed, it's, oh my gosh. it's violent, but I mean, everyone gets shot in the head. 
and yes, then it's, it's quick but, and done. But everybody does. It's almost yeah. like it's almost becomes comical because everyone right. gets shot in the head. It's but like in the Boondock game. Saints, like they get shot in the knee and like the thigh and like the arm or like the hand or the wrist or like they the take cheek. Their time. You know, it's, it's awful. just like and and it's so graphic and graphic. And I'm like, what? And, and and I couldn't figure out. I'm like. Who are these three people? Like, what is their purpose in life? <laughs> Why are they shooting I'm like, everyone? They're, they're not policemen. I'm like, they're 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 like they're bad guys, but they're trying to get the bad guys. But I'm like, this this make I'm like, do they have superhuman powers or are they Wait, just what? really good shooters? I, I don't understand. Well, clearly not if they're shooting in the knee and the arm and the cheek. I just didn't get it, and so I I watched like ten minutes of it. I'm like, I can't handle all this shooting. I'm not doing it. The other the other movie that I uh, cl- that I hear is exceptional is the um reservoir dogs i think that's a really old movie and it's incredibly violent and i've never seen much of it because i'm not into beating people up over you know tied to a chair beating up people so that's I not just... about like dogs that run in the snow with sleds i no, guess no it's not I that's don't even what know... i thought it was like i don't even know what it is now i have entertained um men or boys in the past by watching these films that they absolutely love like star wars or Star Trek, or... I believe I watched Shaun of the Dead once. <sighs> Back to the Future. I swear to God, if I have to see another Indiana Jones marathon come on in my house, <laughs> I'm see, going I to like kill Indiana somebody. I Indiana Jones. I do. Yeah, well, you try watching it every... It's like when ABC does... It's a Harry Potter weekend again. Oh God. I mean, it's on all the damn time. It's the same thing. I'm like, what are you doing down there? Actually, okay. This is the one that gets me. I, I can peek up and watch Harrison Ford occasionally, but... Daryl has a special affair going on with Jason Bourne. The Bourne identity is on. He will find it, and it is on, and it is not being changed. Is that can't, Matt Damon? I can't take it. And there's like four movies. There's like four of them. And I'm like, well, which one is this? Oh, this is one. Da, da, da. Well, aren't they just all called the Bourne identity? They're all the same to me. And I and it's dark and brooding, and someone's being threatened through a you know a spyglass like a you know a sniper sniper thing, thing. constantly. Yeah. And he's trying to remember all the time and someone dies. It kind of reminds me of that show 24 with Keith or Sutherland oh where all he did was just yell, where is it? Who I, are you? I will pull this. I'll pull your stomach through your throat. And I'm like, what? And feed it to your children for breakfast. Then I don't care. Now, I'm sure women, we have our movies, you know, yeah, we, we do. We've talked to them, but it, it just Magnolias. goes to show we're polar opposites. There are definite guy movies that all guys will sit there and talk about. The Big Lebowski, Boondock Saints. Those are two I know Scarface, for sure. I think Fight The Club. Godfather is another. Well, Although I, like I think Godfather. women may like The Godfather. I, do. I don't know if I do, but I like The Godfather. But it, but men tend to like it more. I don't like Scarface. What's the other one? The Deer it's Hunter terrible. is that another De- one? Uh, I don't, any of the platoon movies. Oh my God, Band yeah, of Brothers, Full Metal Jacket, Jesus, Jesus, anything that has to do with war. The Pacific. Yeah, when when the Pacific came on HBO, that was when we were at war with when they hit like. World Pearl War Harbor II. and all that. Yeah, World War Two. <laughs> HBO did shut up. It was so incredibly graphically violent. And well, Daryl we were just talking about couldn't that. stop watching it. And you know what happened? I started having nightmares. And I was waking up crying because it was so scary to me. Because it was so graphic and real. Well, and they I said, make it so real. You have to stop watching these shows with me in the room. So he when I finally woke him up because I was whimpering. And crying, he's like, "All right, I promise I won't watch this anymore." So he, he'll tell me now. So what, okay, did you I'm guys have Bad to start Brothers. watching Bernie. You know, <laughs> no, I'm just it kidding. is it is terrible. And so 
Yes, and guys love it, and they, they can't do. get enough of it. I they mean, do. the majority. So, congratulations! Now you know how much we hate it. I Men are just, you know, it. they're violent, desensitized creatures. <laughs> they unfortunately, really are. you know. And well, just look at any of their video games. Well, look at porn for God's sakes! Oh I my mean, God, that's practically violent. It, it can be. I, I mean, was, but I'm just saying, like, talk about like extreme. Maybe men just like things in extremes. Extremes, you know, maybe. extreme violence, extreme, extreme sex, sex, you know, extreme uh, food. I don't know. I'm just uh, saying. You like, know what? Everything. It's true. It is you know, so look true. at cars. They don't just sit there and you know hold, drink beers and uh, you know looking at a Ford Fusion. You know, they know it has to. It's always some you know like some fast, oh, look powerful at the big vehicle. tires on that or the. Mm-hmm. The rims or whatever. I don't know. Um, yeah. Like it's they're, true. It's just everything's extremes. It is it's true. It's true. Yeah. They can't God. just look at... I mean, they'll look at the average things too, but I well, mean... Well, that's what they that's what they usually end up with. They want really <laughs> big boobs or really big butts or, right. you know... Nothing nothing in moderation for men. Right. Ever. God. What's wrong you know with what? you guys? You know, we don't see us sitting around and be like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm not going to be really interested unless you have like a really large penis or no a thanks. fat bank account or... Well. Maybe. I mean, those are nice, but nice. I was watching a show. Um, it's called Looking and it's on HBO. Looking at what? It's a show where it's all the characters are gay men. I haven't seen too many of the episodes all the way through. The very first episode, it was season one, episode one. And I started watching it and I knew what it was about. I knew oh, it was, I was about. I was going to say, did you not know what it was about? And then all of a well, sudden you're no. like, oh, OK, I, I knew, get it. I knew that all of the cast of characters, it was about a bunch of men who were homosexual and i believe right. it takes place in the city san francisco i think i don't i'm not sure you're but, just stereotyping I mean, but go ahead it was no 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 it was <laughs> i was i was reading a background on the show and it was getting all these great reviews about how great it was and i was like oh i'll watch it i love hbo programming so they usually do have on. good series it they do and so i was really looking forward to it so i turn it on i'm watching it and within like i mean 10 seconds it's naked men having you know it's very intimate and it's very graphic and i'm like okay now i don't like porn anyway i'm not a big fan of porn personally so when it got it started getting quite quite graphic and hbo shows do usually i've seen some gay porn but i don't regularly view it so i was getting a little uncomfortable and i was like i can't believe i'm getting uncomfortable but i was but i get uncomfortable with just regular sex too when i'm watching it especially because there's always a kid in the house and i'm always looking around guiltily like i'm reading somebody's playboy you know yeah, like i'm 10 i'm kind of yeah i, I get a little weird. awkward so i couldn't get past it so i did i didn't finish watching the episode and i wasn't offended or anything i was just like you know what i'm not i'm not in the right frame of mind to watch this right okay, now so two things before i forget what? okay one i d- gay porn doesn't bother me like so you know it doesn't make me uncomfortable to watch but the reason why well one it doesn't do anything for me sexually but two i just can't get past the fact that i can't help but think how bad that must hurt because okay well that i'm kind of getting to a point i know what anal sex feels like i've had anal sex and it hurts it doesn't feel good i don't like it no you know it i don't i don't prefer it it's it's let me go let me explain to you why i'm telling you this okay and then we can talk about it anal sex but I so yesterday I was flipping around. I, I had just finished working out because I'm actually allowed to start working out again. It's been wonderful. Mm-hmm. So I finished working out and I had finished watching Girls. And then the sh- looking came on and it's the season finale. So oh, okay. the whole oh, wow. season has played. And it's season. I'm like, well, I'm going to watch it again. So I'm watching it and it's fine. And 
I mean, it's very, it's very well acted. It's a little too dark. Like everything's dark all the time. That's and the only right. thing I didn't it like about it. It is based in San Francisco. Yeah, it's just, everything's. Every, there's no lights on anywhere. Like no one ever turns on a freaking light. So, well, they're men. Uh, you know I'm them. watching it, and so there was this restaurant that they it's called a pop-up restaurant and apparently this is like a new thing where you just come in and you you serve food for one night and it's like this thing you rent out a room you know and you get people to come and it's great and whatever so it's like one of those underground supper yeah like a supper club almost and so it's over and these two dudes clearly one of them was trying to get get this relationship going with this one guy but he's there and this other guy's there he's like it wasn't acted very well. He's like, do you know how hard it is for me to not want to just kiss you really hard in front of everybody all the time? And then the next thing you know, they're naked and Uh-oh. they're getting ready to have sex. Now, it looks like traditional missionary position sex. And well, I don't I'm think like, that would work. Well, it would. Oh, maybe. it does. But I'm watching it going. And so now I'm like trying to be educated. You know, I'm educating myself going, oh, that's true. Yeah. I don't why really know I how think that they would do it this way. Like, I don't know how men have sex. Well, I mean, well, that's why I watched it. So I'm watching it going, you know, well, actually, I, I actually kind of laughed a little bit. I'm like, you know, what? it's so hilarious. They go from a kiss and all of a sudden they're naked. Like, wow. Because that's how men are. Men are like zero to 60 immediately. That's not unusual. Gay or straight. That's pretty common. Well, men in general, it's like, <laughs> right. and then you get two of them together and it's like, what are we waiting for? You that's know, and they immediately true. fling well, off their clothes and they they're going for it. They do say that gay men are very, very, I mean, aggressively like, sexual. Yes. And that's what's, why, what's the yeah. point? They don't have to woo any woman into taking that's off true. her panties. It's like, let's go. You they know, both so they want it. That's, true. that's right. Yeah. And so they're doing it and they're preparing the guy that's on the bottom is preparing to accept the man oh, into geez. his anus okay. and there's like this whole like preparation like are you ready yes are you ready okay here we go and then they're doing it and i'm like it's very graphic for an hbo show to me it is because i'm not accustomed to watching this kind of you know show but it was very educational because i had no idea and then when all was said and done and of course they're incredibly hot good looking dudes so when everything was over they're just getting dressed and acting like you know they kind of like high five each other and you know move on with their day and i'm thinking that is exactly what guys are like man or woman that is how guys are interesting doesn't matter who they're attracted to all men are the same Hmm. and i found it very educational and it was actually a good show it was uncomfortable because i'm not accustomed to that kind of sex scene but it wasn't like scary or offensive well it's the same thing when you see lesbian sex i mean it's a little it seems a little out there so it's not right. commonplace sex i guess no, for television no not. you know you see heterosexual people doing it all the time it's like yeah yeah you know whatever but you know you see <laughs> two women or two men doing it and you're like it's hmm, that's it's different. different so my point was i'm watching him prepare this man to accept his penis and i'm oh, like Jesus. well i guess it doesn't really matter does it really struggling with yeah see i just wow buttholes are the same oh god but you still have to prepare for it yeah it's almost like you know getting ready to push you're just like okay hold on let me take a breath it's like okay you ready all right right, uh wait wait no are you ready are you sure i'm ready all right hold on wait (laughs) slow slower no you know it's just like it's all stop, the same. Stop. No, wait, no, hold on, wait, no. wait, wait, no, wait, no, wait. What are you doing? Get, get, stop give it. me a second. Wait, where's the lube again? You know, it's the There's just not enough lube tonight. This I'm whole sorry. Conversation and uh, it's that is kind of funny. <laughs> Actually, that would be funny to record. Like, not what, somebody trying to get anal sex. Couples, like real oh, couples. God. You know, like the the, the pre conversation. No, uh, no video, just no, audio. no, just the pre conversation. Because I bet you it all sounds about the same. <laughs> I'm sure it does. <laughs> 
<laughs> couples in God. general. Are you sure? Are you ready to do this? Um, yes. I think I, I guess. am. Hold I on. Well, it is well, your birthday. Do you want to? It was your idea. I know. But now that we're like, you know. Now just, I'm not sure. Not sure. Well, <laughs> so what? You don't want to do it now? No, I'll do it. God, I just... <laughs> Well, just now. give me a minute. I need a second, okay? <laughs> you know, last time that didn't turn out so well, and I was sore for a week. And every time I wiped, there was a little bit of blood. blood. And I just, I want to make sure that you know. Yes. Fortunately, it doesn't last that long. No, so. it does not. It's very fast, <laughs> very so. quick. One, that's what. That's one benefit there is to the benefit succumbing to that. That, that is true. <laughs> God. Speaking of awkward. We did not get to our new segment last week. Oh, I was just like, well, this was plenty awkward for me, but certainly was. We, our new segment is the ugly and awkward moment of the week. And I wish we had some like music or theme song or something. Anything, you know, like you have the Muppets. (laughs) Um, So our new segment is we've agreed that we both are incredibly awkward. We do things every day, practically, where we could note it and discuss it and it would be ridiculous. So... But usually each week there is something of particular note where we're just yes. like, sometimes it's it's we're by ourselves. Sometimes, oftentimes in it's, it's in front of others. And so I figured, we figured that this would be a good time to share stories that have happened to us and compare and decide who was the most awkward for the week. Yes. So do you, are you prepared for your story? I'll try and stumble through mine. So All right. mine wasn't necessarily, because we agreed that, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be a physical thing. It could no. be, you know, something. So I saw something on Facebook the other day where it says, sometimes the thoughts in my mind get bored. And so they just stroll out of my mouth and that, yes. you know, and, and that usually doesn't end well or something like that. Right. So I was in a meeting at um, work the other day. And I was with someone I didn't, I had just met for the first time. And so we were discussing, you know, some issue, blah, blah, blah. And so um, we were in a group and then we were leaving at the same time and got onto the elevator. And I looked at him and I was talking about one person in particular. I'm like, you know, he had really big hands. I'm like, (laughs) and and he had really large feet too. I said, but he's such a small man. And I'm like, his fingernail, I said, his fingernails were ginormous. I said, is he always that thin? Is he sick? Do you know? I'm, I'm like, it just... He's so small. And so, of course, the person's like, well, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I he's always been kind of little, I guess. I don't think he's ill, but. Oh, God, Paula. Unfortunately, things that had been going through my brain during the whole meeting. And so, so I'm grilling had this to come person. Out. I'm grilling this person as to why this other person that he knows had such large hands and feet. <laughs> but he was a small person by nature. And, you know, I gleaned that, you no, know, no, he wasn't ill. He was just a petite individual who did have large hands. <laughs> At some point, did you recognize that you were being completely ridiculous? Was there ever a moment? No, because I think my burning desire for knowledge. To know. <laughs> to understand why this person had such large hands and large right. feet, but it just didn't match the body. Yeah. That was me. So my awkward moment of the week was grilling someone about someone else's hands and feet size. My awkward moment of the week, I explain this to you once but i'm going to explain it again for the listening audience now of course it's like spring-like weather so now i feel silly to have purchased these but i bought a new pair of boots and they're kind of like 
motorcycle-y hiking boots. You know, they're they're all leather. Yes. Oh, and I wore them to the comic book convention and I started getting hot and I realized it's because I'm wearing all leather boots. And I was like dying. I was like, God, it's so freaking hot. Did you ride your motorcycle there? Or? No, but I just thought they were cool. So I bought them. And <laughs> yes. they have a Same nice... Same as the hiking boots because you go hiking too, right? And my or riding the, boots. Or the riding boots because... Because yes, I ride all the time. You're an, yes. avid, an avid equestrian. I'm or, an equestrian English side saddle jo- rider. A jockey. Right. So I bought these really cool boots and I tried them on. I'm like, well, I need to break them in because they're leather. And I'm upstairs thinking I'm super cute in these boots. So I start walking down the stairs and I have a cereal bowl in my hand and my phone in the other hand. And I'm walking down the stairs, foolishly thinking that I am coordinated enough to walk down a flight of stairs without using a handrail. So I'm walking down the stairs and I did not clear the fourth step with my new rubber heel boot and fell forward. Great. Now, the, now, and I did fall and I hit and I slapped my hand onto the, the, the floor. <laughs> oh, God. And the first thing, and my daughter's standing right there and she watches this entire spectacle occur. And I look at her and I'm like, don't tell dad. Right? He doesn't, <laughs> you know, once he hears that I've done something like that, he goes into concerned, scared overdrive. And, you know, he's like, he won't let you, you wear shoes rest. going you... downstairs or no. something like that. Always use the handrail, you know. God. And I had three nice straight line bruises on my knee and shin and ankle where I landed on the stairs. And I'm very lucky that I didn't break my arm or break my neck, but that's, that's the beauty of our awkwardness. I didn't break the bowl and I didn't drop the phone, but somehow fell downstairs because I can't walk in boots, new boots, apparently. Right. So that is my awkward moment of the week. Well, I don't really know. I'm going to give it to you this week. Really? I thought for sure you followed. Yeah, but you know what? You made another person uncomfortable. That and is true. We do do that. That's pretty awkward. Well, good for me. Yay! Yay! <laughs> I'm glad to know that me being being yourself, accosting no someone with my bizarre questions, <laughs> which at the time seemed perfectly normal. I, I'm, you know, and I think that's the reason the way I was asking the questions is I just assumed he was probably also curious as to why the other gentleman's hands were so large. But I just don't think anybody knows. No, I don't think anybody notices those things. And that's what bothers me is I'm like, well, why wasn't I paying attention in the meeting? Like, why did that just catch my eye? And I just start staring at them. And then I'm thinking, I wonder if the person noticed I was just staring at them. And he's probably thinking like, oh, God, she's looking at my really big hands. (laughs) You know what? I've I've done that before where I'll stare at someone's something that is glaring to me. And then I realize later, I'm like, I wonder if they noticed that I noticed. Or I wonder if I made them self-conscious. Well, I mean, I it's not like he really started folding them or cupping them or then put it, or put <laughs> or them or in his them lap the or something, <laughs> right? Like trying to hide his, you know, freakishly large hands. But well, it's just that's, that's I don't know. Strange. You know, the yeah. only thing actually, the only thing at the comic con- comic book convention, I didn't see any albinos, and I was kind of hoping I would. Why but, is I that? No, because that... I saw everything else. No amputees either. But it would have been interesting. I would have liked to have seen an albino. Reminds me of that movie Foul Play with Goldie Hawn. Oh Bond. God, that guy was so scary. He's freaky. I hated he that freaks thing. me out. I it know. was just, yeah. But it was. I was hoping to see something like that. Not even anybody dressed up like one. Oh well. Well, so, I don't know what. Yeah, albinos are maybe. Maybe that's where the the freaks and geeks draw the line. They're just like I can handle vampires and slasher movies, but no fucking albinos. albinos. No, absolutely way. not. That's where we draw the line. Shut the front door. I. That am is not. where we draw the line. No <laughs> right. albinos. Period. That's scary shit right there. Right. So, um, <clears throat> finally, before we get to our conclusion, really quick, 
you and I and our sisters and our mom have been going to this one restaurant and we've yes. talked about it actually on the show, Sam's. Yes. Um, it's a little kosher style deli in our town. And um, we have been going there since we were little girls. I think 25 plus years we've been going there. I believe that you were a newborn. Literally. It, it, yeah. I mean, it, we've been going there a long time. Yes. So. And sadly... The owner is retiring yeah. because of, you know, many reasons. He's 70, which I didn't realize he was that old because he doesn't look that old. No, he doesn't. But he's retiring and he's closing the business. He's not, he doesn't have anybody to pass it on to. And so um, we all got word of it and we all converged last weekend to have one final breakfast with our mom and our sisters mm-hmm. and some of our children. And it was kind of bittersweet and it felt awkward and weird like it like it was weird that we were not ever going to be back there it was kind of funny because we had the same waitress who's probably been waiting on us for 20 plus years yeah and it was it was just like a normal breakfast because i mean whenever we all do get together we usually do go to sam's there's usually an event or a reason well i mean like (laughs) i remember going to sam's with allison and stephanie and I made them go with me because that was the day I told mom I was pregnant. <laughs> and <laughs> yes. I was scared to tell her by myself because I, remember. I wasn't married at the time. Um, right. And our mom is very uh, conservative and, yes. and and very rigid in her beliefs. And so mm-hmm. um, it was it was a tough news to break. Many events have been announced in those booths. Right. Many. And so mom almost died once there because... She did? She loves she and she'll this is the funny thing about mom she'll only order it when she's there by herself but when she takes our stepdad paul she won't order it but she will get the liver and onion sandwich mm-hmm. and she always puts horseradish on it well she'll? usually they have the creamed horseradish well she put horseradish on there and it was not creamed it was just straight horseradish and so <laughs> she, she took a bite died. Her neck instantly turned to like fire red. engine red. Yep. And she couldn't even breathe. She wasn't choking per se. No, but, but her it eyes was were so watering. hot. She couldn't breathe. And did she people, spit it in her napkin? I think she had to ultimately, yeah. but like it kind of like it captured people's attention to it where it became an event. A crowd didn't gather. An incident. No, but everyone but, was kind of watching like, is she okay? Well, what's going on? What's is, happening like, over there? What is, did she is that eat? woman don't, choking? And, don't order what she got. And of course, I'm laughing. And so because I think it's funny that mom is She's suffering, you know, trying to pass a bite of horseradish. But yeah. Anyways, so I guess now we know where we draw our attention or get our awkwardness from. I mean, that could be mom's awkward moment for the week. Well, I ate straight horseradish and made a scene at a restaurant. (laughs) God, well, you know what? What was really great about that breakfast is that, of course, once again, we fail to realize that there are people around us. And we start talking and we're all very loud talkers. So ultimately, and it's been very crowded because everyone's trying to get their last meal in before they close. So every table's full. Not all of us can hear very well. So there's a lot of repetitive discussion and very loudly. And when Stephanie indicated to you that Annette Funicello had died and she's like, don't you remember her when she was like, hi, I'm Annette Funicello. I can't walk and I'm drooling now. Well, really, we were talking really about loud. the memorial reel on the Graham, or not the Graham, the Academy the Awards, and I was saying how there was a lot of people on there, and I'm like, I had no idea that they had died. And I know. So when 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 Stephanie started elevating her voice level, yes, 
then that's the little gray head little silver heads started to turn because we're talking about death (laughs) so someone else said well usually only old people come here i'm like that's not true and then i looked over at the crowd and i'm like well okay because it was silver older people there because you even said it's like well no i mean somebody you know you said something about the clientele like there's always people coming and i'm like well they're kind of dying off you're like no do you have any times that the ambulance has been called to that restaurant i've never been there where an ambulance has been called i have twice well they almost called it on mom because they thought she was choking (laughs) yeah no kidding that doesn't count so in conclusion it's very sad that sam's is closing it is i don't even know what we're going to do with ourselves. we're going to have to i don't even know if we can figure anything out i'm hopeful that someone you know someone will buy it a long time because i mean i know it's it's an iconic place i mean it and, is iconic. And everybody knows what it is like they that do. lives in the area and has been there so i mean i have to believe that someone will reopen it but... i really hope because it it is an iconic place and a lot of people have come through those doors and so, of course we took a group photo which we'll probably never see the day ever the light ever. of day stephanie because... literally she's just like jamie i don't ever want to see this on facebook <laughs> Like, I, I haven't even seen the photo. And well, so, and, you know, and we I'm the, in it. We had the waitress take it, and she acted like she'd never seen an iPhone in her life. And so she's like, what is this? What do we do with this thing? What I is know. this? And I'm like, well, oh, my God. What are you going to do? So she took, like, five photos. And they're oh, all she did. terrible. <laughs> they're so bad. Half well, of us I mean, have our eyes shut. Some of us are blurry. There's well, of one course, that turned out okay. But, you know, mom looked like a Muppet half the time. I <laughs> well, because her and I share the same neck. <laughs> And then Stephanie, Stephanie and I are leaning in and, you know, it's just, you know what? Isn't that the funny thing about pictures? Like whenever people are, they're like, all right, everyone get in. So someone's like squatting down the front. People are leaning in. But what's funny is the picture is big enough. You see the person squatting. You see everybody else leaning you in. You do. Why did everybody just lean like, in so much? Why doesn't everyone just stand normal? So like normal. we all leaned into the booth as if we're trying to squeeze in. And there's probably, breathe. the picture was probably big enough to where we all didn't need to like squeeze in. No, into we the, did not. <laughs> to the, and it just makes for un, very, very unflattering angles. It was beyond unflattering. But I, <laughs> I promised Stephanie that nobody will, the light of day will barely see this photo. But so, I'm going to, you know, do my best to make it somewhat, no one's going to like it. But I mean, you know, I got to try, right? I guess we have it. But I mean, like, I don't know. And I don't know who suggested that we take a picture because... Our own mother wanted to take a photo. Give your phone to the waitress. Mom is the same one, though, that before there was digital cameras, (laughs) when you actually would, she'd pick up the picture and she'd just tear them in half right there in the parking lot. If she she could. She looks bad. She's like, give me that. I'm just going to take it. And she would rip them up. I mean, how many times? But you're so beautiful. You take such beautiful photos. Not this one. There are no pictures of mom because she hates them all. Well, so do I. I hate all my pictures, too. She's like, look at that. Look at my neck, my red face face i hate that thing why like, did you, you know? get that angle why does he always get me when i'm not oh, great and i have my, no makeup on there's my giant thighs give me that <laughs> you know it's so just, true now we know where it comes from now we know why we hate the way we are all I the just, time no so Thanks, yeah Ma. i was as soon as she was taking the pictures i'm like this is a pointless waste of time because i mean <laughs> they're all gonna be deleted between in 10 all minutes. of us there's no way in heck that any of that was gonna if i had given mother my phone to show her the photo she'd be like how do you delete this what do i do what do i press <laughs> what get, get rid of it god delete she would have handed it to you she probably would have dumped it in a cup of water throw this just away how do you throw this away delete that jamie lynn right Put now i want to see you do it i want to see you do it delete that just Are do you it sure? i don't trust me you. 
Don't you send that to anyone. Don't, don't you don't it. you post that on don't anything. Post anywhere. Don't do anything with it. Just get rid of it. We'll just remember. We'll just remember our fun day. We don't need a picture. God, that's oh funny. God. So well, yes. Yeah, right. So Sam, we dedicate this episode to you. Thanks, and Bruce, for buying it. Thank you for all the years. I did actually tell him thank you on the way out. I said thank you for all the years. Um, yes. You know, it's. I said it's been a, it's been a privilege, and so it has been a privilege. He did, I did am- almost he get really a little... did an amazing job. Oh, at that that's restaurant. right. Yeah, you kept getting choked up at breakfast. Me? Yes. No, I didn't. You kept talking about sad commercials, and then yeah, I remember that because then I was sitting there, and everyone started staring at me, and they're like, "Well, except for her, she's stoic." <laughs> and then Mom's just like, "I oh, like she's I like, cry when it's appropriate." And then everyone's just like, yeah. And then, you know, start talking about, I'm like, well, I could go off my medication for a day. And I'm no, like, that'll show you some tears. I, everyone's like, right. no, stay on it. And I'm like, all right, fine. I'm the stoic bitch that never cries. I'm I was, okay with it. Okay. I, I did get a little verklempt because I, you know, obviously having my own family in addition to our, our immediate family, and then I have all my children and our family. I mean, the owner has done, he's actually gone above and beyond for some of our kids and some of the, fa- you know, for us. And, uh, you know, it, it's just been, it's a very bittersweet thing that it's, that it's closing. So I probably was a little emotional, but I was trying to tell you the story about this movie I was watching about Paul Giamatti getting Alzheimer's disease. And I completely lost it, which was so ridiculous because then I made mom oh. get teary. I made Stephanie get teary over this movie that nobody even knows the title of. And, and then I'm you guys crying. look across the table and I'm just staring at you like. And you're like, yeah, what? what? I don't so, even know who he is. Who's Paul Giamatti? I'm like, I know who he is. I'm like, he's the one that kind of looks like, you know. He's like that fat schlub. He looks like a clownfish. Yes, Like finding Nemo, just not like a orange. fish. Right. I know who he is. I'm like, no, anyway. it's sad. It, it sounded compelling. But I mean, yes, yeah, so all three of you were sitting there, you know, getting choked up Eepy. and everything. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, can I get a refill of my coffee, please? <laughs> it's true where's that waitress yeah <laughs> so yeah. Well, there you god have bless it. medication but well what, what, what are you gonna do so anyways <laughs> we dedicate yes so we dedicate this episode to sam's kosher deli yes if it doesn't open again we do have our memories so that's true our memories or our memories both i don't know didn't I you say, say mom said something about a mammogram there or Yes, she did. She had a she had a, a fluky mammogram, and so they made her do oh, another right. one. She had a fibroid cyst or something in her something. boob. Hey, that's no, I'm scary. Well, for, I could, but yes. she took me to Sam's to tell me about it just in case she had cancer. <laughs> I know that's the kind of stuff that went down there, though. I know it's true. Hey, I when Daryl and I were having our major problems, that's where I went to tell him that he had to get his shit together. He was I out. I wonder if Sam knew, like. <laughs> That that place was like the breeding ground for our family issues. Like, you know, I know. it kind of reminds me of that scene in Tommy Boy where they're talking about like Callahan's and the whole town worked there. And he's just like, yeah, he's like, you know, we can't let this place close. He's all, you know, Earl, I mean, I lost my virginity to your daughter. And he's like, <gasps> oh, he's yeah. like, Sam, you were there. And the, the dad <laughs> looks over at the guy and it's you know, true. it gets a little awkward for a moment. So it's well, just like, all right, never mind. Yeah, yeah. And so we're just like at Sam's deli, like, you know, gosh, this place brings back so many memories. I mean, mom, remember when I told you i was pregnant and you know you got really mad at me and we didn't talk for 10 weeks that was kind of funny not really but uh-huh, not really oh come on stephanie you yeah. were there yeah wait, stephanie you were there and then you know <sighs> it's so true ah memories <laughs> so anyways we will wrap up for the week we will be back next time uh we will have more funny ugly stories hopefully uh more awkward moments for you and I feel like um, this whole show is an awkward moment 
just the anal sex part mostly. <laughs> well, everyone needed to know about that. Well, apparently they all know that we've taken it up the butt and do take it up the butt. So there you go. Not <laughs> on like a regular basis. I mean, my God. That's just birthdays. Or anniversary. You know, it's usually when I'm really drunk that I just somehow think it's a good idea. It's never a good idea. No, it never is. And you know what? Nothing will sober you up quicker than that. Oh. I'm just like, I'm not buzzed anymore. Stop it. Moon River. (laughs) (laughs) What is that? Your safe word? Is that what you start doing? The safety word is banana. God. I no, I used to joke. The safe word used to be moo. Oh, God. So I was going to be like, moo, moo, moo. No, it's more like, <laughs> All right, all right. So time to say goodnight. Thanks. Yes. So uh, say goodnight, Jamie. Good night. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Aw, aren't you sad it's over? Don't worry. We'll have another episode for you very soon. In the meantime, connect with The Uglies online at Facebook, Twitter, and at UglyTruth.com. That's U-G-L-E-E Truth.com. And don't forget to share the truth with your friends. See you next week.